I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Words. The very essence of our communication, of our expression, and of our deepest thoughts and feelings. Words have built empires sparked revolutions, and written tales of love, war, and faith. They've penned epics and kindled the flames of reformation, from whispered secrets under a starry sky to the roaring speeches that shaped the course of nations. Words have been the instrument. But when you weave words with the thread of faith, what you get isn't just sentences, it's a symphony, a harmony that vibrates through our soul, providing solace in our sorrows and strength in our struggles. This blend of words and faith is a beacon in the darkness, an anchor in the storm, and a compass in confusion. Now, consider the Bible. It isn't just a book, but a reservoir of these powerful, faith-infused words, holding within its pages stories of valor, devotion, trials, and triumphs. From Genesis to Revelation, every chapter, every verse, is a testament to the living power of words fused with faith. Today, let's zero in on one of its most evocative chapters, Psalm 23. This isn't just a psalm, it's a profound journey. A journey of trust, of surrender, and of an unyielding belief in the divine shepherd's guidance. It's the voice of King David, but it's also the voice of every believer who's ever felt lost, afraid, or grateful. Every line, every phrase is drenched in deep faith and carries with it a message of hope and assurance. So let's embark together on this exploration, holding hands with history, tradition, and belief. Let's rediscover Psalm 23, not just as words on a page, but as a lifeline, as a song, as an affirmation of the unwavering, unparalleled power of words bolstered by undying faith. When we approach Psalm 23, it's like standing at the edge of an ancient, expansive forest. Each verse, each word is a tree, a leaf, a hidden pathway. From the outside, it's green and tranquil. But venture within, and you'll discover ecosystems teeming with life, stories whispered by the winds, and ancient tales cradled in its roots. Let's take that bold step into the forest of Psalm 23, starting with its iconic opening. 
When David speaks of the Lord as his shepherd, he paints on a canvas broader and richer than we might first assume. Remember, David was a shepherd himself. He felt the weight of responsibility, the bond with each sheep, the pulse of the landscape, the silent conversations with the stars as he shepherded by night. When he says, the Lord is my shepherd, he isn't just crafting a poetic phrase, he's revealing the heart of his relationship with God. A shepherd's life isn't just about leading, it's about knowing. Knowing when a sheep is astray, knowing when the pastures are enough, knowing when a storm approaches. David felt this intimate, meticulous care from God, every twist in his journey, every sigh in his prayers, every tear that slid down his face. They were all seen, felt, and understood by his divine shepherd. I shall not want, an echo of profound contentment. On the surface, I shall not want might sound like a statement of someone well provided for, but it's so much richer. It's the soul song of a man who found his deepest desires quenched, not by abundance, but by presence, God's presence. In a world that constantly shouts about more, more riches, more attention, more achievements, David's voice rises, calm and steady, declaring his contentment. It's a radical contentment that isn't rooted in circumstances, but in a relationship. David didn't just have things, he had God. And in God, he found a wellspring of satisfaction that no drought could dry, no shadow could eclipse. But David's words, as personal as they were, weren't just about him. Embedded in this psalm is an open invitation for each of us. It calls us to find our own stories within its verses, to recognize our own restless desires and to discover, like David did, that true contentment, true satisfaction, doesn't come from the endless chase of worldly wants, but from resting in the embrace of our shepherd. So as we tread deeper into Psalm 23, let's not rush. Let's linger, reflect, and engage. Each word, each sentiment is a doorway, an invitation to a deeper, richer relationship with God. A journey where we learn that being shepherded by God isn't about passive following, but about active, engaged, and profound belonging. In the company of the shepherd, the soul finds its true wealth. This proverb encapsulates the essence of the opening line of Psalm 23. It emphasizes the profound relationship between the shepherd, God, and the individual, suggesting that true riches and contentment are found not in material abundance, but in the intimate relationship one shares with the divine, in the company of the shepherd. This phrase denotes the ever-present nature of God, always guiding, always watching, just as a shepherd is always with his flock, ensuring their safety and leading them to greener pastures, God too is constantly with us, watching over and guiding our steps. It's a reminder of God's unyielding commitment and unwavering attention. The soul finds its true wealth. The use of the word soul signifies a deeper spiritual realm of existence. It's not about the external transient riches of the world, but the enduring internal riches of the spirit. True wealth implies that while there may be many forms of wealth in this world, material, social, or otherwise, the most authentic and valuable wealth is the spiritual contentment and fulfillment one feels in the company of the divine. In essence, this proverb derived from Psalm 23 is an ode to the spiritual journey, highlighting the profound sense of contentment, fulfillment, and abundance one can experience when they recognize and cherish their relationship with God. It's a call to look beyond the fleeting and the transient and to seek and find the everlasting riches of the soul in communion with the divine shepherd. 
As we venture further into the profound tapestry of Psalm 23, we're transported from comforting meadows into the intricate mazes of life's valleys. It's a shift, not just in scenery, but in emotion, mindset, and soulful experiences. The ebb and flow of life often follows the pattern of seasons, where after the warm embrace of summer, the chill of winter is inevitable. Similarly, after basking in the reassuring light of divine grace, we sometimes find ourselves threading through valleys so deep that light seems a distant memory. But it's here, in these trenches of existence, that the beauty of Psalm 23 truly unfolds. When David speaks of walking through the valley of the shadow of death, he's encapsulating the human experience in its rawest form. We've all faced, or will face, such valleys in our lives, times of grief, disillusionment, seemingly insurmountable challenges, and deep-seated doubts. The valleys represent moments when our spirits feel heavy and the horizon seems forever cloaked in twilight. However, and here's the profound revelation, the valleys aren't just about darkness. They're about transformation. David's portrayal isn't one of a desolate wanderer, but of a journeyman with an unwavering compass, his faith. By naming it the shadow of death, he subtly demystifies its gravity. Shadows, though they may seem formidable, are merely areas where light is momentarily blocked. They're fleeting, changeable, and most importantly, they affirm the existence of light. But how does one find strength when every step feels laborious and hope seems like a mirage? David offers an answer that's as profound as it is poignant. I will fear no evil. This isn't mere optimism. It's a battle cry, a proclamation that his faith is unshaken. Not because he doesn't recognize the enormity of the valley, but because he's acutely aware of the omnipresence of the divine. He realizes that even in the most profound silences of these valleys, there's a whisper, the gentle murmur of God assuring him that he's not alone. This perspective is not just comforting, it's transformative. It nudges us to reframe our understanding of challenges. Valleys aren't just places of trial, they're theaters of triumph, where our faith is not just tested, but also fortified. With every step we take, amidst the shadows and uncertainties, we're forging a deeper, more resilient bond with the divine. It's akin to refining gold. The impurities are burnt away, and what remains is pure, radiant, and invaluable. Yet, it's essential to realize that David doesn't hurry through this valley. He doesn't seek shortcuts or escape routes. Instead, he walks with deliberate steps, savoring the lessons, embracing the challenges, and allowing the experience to mold him, shape him, and elevate him. It's a testament to the idea that our valleys, as daunting as they might seem, are sacred grounds for spiritual evolution. They're not detours on our journey, but essential segments of it. So, as we navigate our personal valleys, Psalm 23 offers more than just solace. It provides a roadmap. It reminds us that with unyielding faith as our beacon, no shadow is too dark, no valley too deep, and no journey too long. For in the company of the divine, Every step, even in the most profound depths, is a step toward enlightenment, growth, and profound spiritual awakening. In this spiritual tapestry that is Psalm 23, as we navigate the challenges of the valleys, an even deeper insight emerges, the interplay of vulnerability and victory. The journey through the valley isn't just about endurance, it's about enlightenment. It's a journey that molds our character, reshaping us into vessels capable of containing even greater depths of God's grace. But to truly grasp the profoundness of David's journey and his faith, 
we must understand the essence of valleys. Why valleys? Why not deserts, mountains, or storms? Valleys, by their very nature, are nestled between heights. They are juxtapositions of lows flanked by peaks. This geography isn't just topographical, it's symbolic. Our valleys are often wedged between life's highs, making their descent feel even steeper, their darkness even more pronounced. Yet, it's this very contrast that accentuates the promise of ascent, of emerging into the light again. David's description of the valley also comes with a profound sense of movement. He speaks of walking through the valley, not being trapped within it. This simple preposition carries immense weight. Life's trials are not permanent dwelling places, but passages. They have an entrance and an exit, a beginning and an end. By emphasizing the act of walking through, David instills in us a sense of purpose and progress, even when our surroundings seem stagnant. As we tread further with David, a transformational theme begins to unfurl. David isn't just fortified by his faith, he's transformed by it. The valleys are not mere obstacles, but opportunities. Opportunities to lean into God's embrace, to feel his guiding hand more tangibly, and to hear his comforting voice more distinctly amidst the deafening silences of doubt and despair. And there's an even more profound revelation here. The divine isn't a distant spectator watching from the heavens. He's a fellow traveler walking beside us, his footsteps synchronized with ours. The rod and staff David speaks of aren't mere tools, they are extensions of God's presence. They serve as reminders that the divine is actively guiding, guarding, and governing every phase of our journey, ensuring we're not swayed off the path. It's also worth noting that valleys in their natural essence are fertile grounds. They're nourished by streams, shielded from harsh elements, and often teeming with life. Similarly, our spiritual valleys, though challenging, can be places of profound growth, nourishment, and revitalization. It's in their depths that seeds of faith, once planted, can take root, sprout, and flourish, leading to an inner transformation more beautiful than anything we've ever experienced. So, with every step we take in these valleys, with every shadow we face and every challenge we overcome, Psalm 23 beckons us to see beyond the immediate, to look past the transient nature of our trials, and to focus on the eternal promise of God's companionship, guidance, and love. It's a call to embrace our valleys, not as tests of endurance, but as sacred chapters in our ever-unfolding spiritual narrative, where every moment, every tear, and every prayer brings us closer to the heart of the divine. The journey through Psalm 23 is not linear. It's a dance between the tangible and the ethereal, the seen and the unseen, the challenges and the triumphs. As we have walked through the lush pastures and traversed the deep valleys, we are led to an understanding that transcends the physical realm. The third pivotal essence of this psalm unfurls as an ode to constancy and eternity, the constant presence and everlasting promise. When one dives deeper into the psalm, a pivotal realization dawns. Despite the changing landscapes from serene meadows to formidable valleys, there's one unwavering constant, the presence of the shepherd. The beauty of this realization isn't just in the shepherd's presence, but in its nature. It's proactive, encompassing, and deeply personal. David writes, Thou art with me. This isn't a detached observational statement. It's intimate. The use of the word thou instead of a distant designation like he signals a direct personal relationship. It's the whisper of a child assured of his parents' embrace, the song of a soul connected to its creator. 
In the vast expanse of the universe amidst billions, David's relationship with God is singular, personal, and profound. And this isn't a privilege exclusive to David. It's an invitation extended to all of us. But David doesn't stop at acknowledging God's presence. He delves deeper into its manifestations. He speaks of God's rod and staff as sources of comfort. These aren't merely pastoral tools, they are symbols. The rod represents protection, a defensive tool against threats, while the staff, often used to guide sheep, represents direction. Together they paint a picture of a God who isn't just passively present, but actively involved. He's the protector against life's perils and the guide through its complexities. The table prepared in the presence of mine enemies is not just a testament to God's provision, but to his affirmation. In a world that can sometimes be hostile, filled with challenges and adversaries, God doesn't just provide, he celebrates us. The anointing of the head with oil is not a mere ritualistic gesture, it's a coronation. It marks us as chosen, special, and beloved. The overflowing cup isn't just about abundance, but about excess. It's a promise that with God, we don't just survive, we thrive. Yet, the culmination of this psalm is perhaps its most powerful declaration. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This isn't just a statement of faith, it's a crescendo of conviction. The choice of the word surely underscores a certainty derived from experience, a confidence birthed from intimacy with the divine. It's an affirmation that beyond the ebbs and flows, highs and lows, God's goodness and mercy aren't just occasional visitors, they are persistent companions. And as the psalm draws to a close, the imagery transitions from journeying through varied landscapes to dwelling in a singular, eternal abode, the house of the Lord. This dwelling isn't just about a location, it's about union. It speaks of an eternal communion with the divine, where the soul finds its true home, resting, rejoicing, and reveling in the endless embrace of its creator. Thus, as we immerse ourselves in the depths of Psalm 23, we discover that it's more than just a poetic expression. It's a spiritual blueprint. It charts our journey from reliance on God's provision through deepening our faith in valleys to the ultimate realization of his eternal presence and promise. It's a testament that with God, we are not just guided through life, but destined for eternity. It beckons us to move beyond a fleeting relationship with the divine to an everlasting covenant, anchored in love, trust, and unwavering faith. The echoes of Psalm 23 reverberate deeply within us, urging us to not only understand the divine wisdom, but to also manifest it in our daily lives. As we've journeyed through the lush pastures and still waters, and even as we've traversed the darker valleys, a profound truth emerges. The psalm isn't just a passage to be recited, it's a life to be lived. In our moments of silence, as the world around us continues its relentless pace, there's a space for deep contemplation. Visualizing the serenity of green pastures and still waters, sensing the encompassing depths of the valleys, and basking in the nurturing warmth of the shepherd's presence offers a poignant connection. This isn't a distant, ancient narrative. It's a mirror reflecting our own experiences. In these reflective moments, we uncover the many instances where God's guiding hand, protective shield, or abundant provision have graced our lives. But understanding is just the beginning.
True connection with the divine is a dance, a back and forth of speaking and listening. And so our prayers transform. They evolve from structured rituals into intimate conversations. No longer just seeking answers or solace, our dialogues with God become exchanges of joys, fears, hopes, and challenges. Every phrase, every word of Psalm 23 begins to weave itself into these conversations. For example, when we voice, the Lord is my shepherd, an introspective question emerges. How has God shepherded me today? And in this dialogue, the psalm becomes less of a text and more of a testament to God's constant presence in our lives. This constant reflection can further be nurtured by keeping a journal. Each day becomes an opportunity to document insights, realizations, or experiences that resonate with the verses of the psalm. These personal annotations not only deepen our understanding, but also serve as reminders of God's eternal promises during trying times. Yet faith in its purest form extends beyond introspection. It manifests in our actions. Psalm 23, with its vivid imagery of God as the shepherd, beckons us to emulate that role in our communities. In every act of compassion, every gesture of kindness, and in the love we share, we mirror the shepherd's care, making the psalm a living, breathing entity in our world. Engaging with our community, sharing the revelations from the psalm, discussing its meanings, and weaving it into group activities can be deeply enriching. Such interactions not only deepen our collective understanding of Psalm 23, but also foster a strong sense of unity and shared purpose. But amidst all this, there's a pivotal realization. Our journey, like the psalm, will be dotted with highs and lows, with moments of clarity and phases of doubt. Instead of shying away from these valleys, they should be embraced as integral facets of our spiritual growth. Each challenge, each shadow becomes a lesson, a stepping stone, drawing us closer to the divine. In the grand tapestry of life, Psalm 23 isn't just a segment. It's the thread weaving through every moment, every experience. It serves as a compass, guiding and enlightening. Its teachings are not confined to ancient scrolls, they're imprinted on our hearts, urging us to not only resonate with its verses, but also to be living embodiments of its eternal message. And as we move forward, let this psalm be more than a recitation. Let it be a reflection of our journey with the divine, a journey marked by unwavering faith, boundless love, and the promise of eternal companionship. In the vast tapestry of human existence, amidst the cacophony of our trials and tribulations, Psalm 23 emerges as a beacon of hope, a lighthouse guiding us through stormy seas to safe harbors. It isn't merely a collection of words. It is a testament to the human spirit's enduring capacity to find solace, strength, and direction in faith. As we've delved into its depths, unearthed its treasures, and sought to apply its teachings, one truth stands tall. The presence of the divine is not just around us, it's within us. When David penned this psalm, he wasn't merely reflecting on the pastures and waters, he was painting a portrait of the soul, a soul that yearns, struggles, and yet remains steadfast in the face of adversity, drawing strength from an unbreakable bond with its creator. Today, as we stand at the crossroads of life's myriad challenges, this psalm calls out to each of us, reminding us of the unwavering love and support that surrounds us, even when shadows lengthen and paths become treacherous. We often seek signs, miracles, manifestations of the divine in our lives, yet in our quest for the grand, we sometimes overlook the profound simplicity of God's love. 
a love that manifests not just in miraculous healings or divine interventions, but in the gentle whisper of a breeze, the comforting embrace of a loved one, or the quiet resilience of our own hearts. Psalm 23 is a celebration of this omnipresent love. As we conclude this exploration, let's carry forward not just the words of the psalm, but its essence. Let it be a reminder that no matter the darkness we face, the light of faith will always guide us. No valley is too deep, no shadow too dark, and no journey too long when we walk hand in hand with the shepherd. Embrace Psalm 23, not just as a recitation, but as a way of life, a mantra for resilience, hope, and unwavering faith. And as we move forward, with hearts brimming with gratitude and souls alight with divine love, let's remember, the Lord is our shepherd, we shall not want. In the journey of life, with its ebbs and flows, this timeless psalm offers solace for our souls and a promise of eternal love and guidance. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.